there was no hangover from Sunday's disappointing loss to New York. The Brewers came bouncing back. They got plenty of offense and another gem. This is what we could see in the postseason. We'll talk more about that and the latest edition of the Milwaukee Brewers. All that ahead on Locked on Brewers. You are Locked on Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, everybody. How sweet it is to bounce back after a loss like that on Sunday. And again, not equally, but hey, pretty darn good. Those are two of the best pitching performances of the season. What Burns did on Sunday and then Woodruff on Monday night. Complete game route, throws over 100 pitches, Stays in there the entire game with a 12 nothing win. A little surprised that he was there in the end, but they, hey, they let him pitch nine innings, especially coming off the injury. A little, again, I was a little surprised, but not complaining. Never going to complain about a win. Never complain about a win. Old basketball coach once told me that to never complain about a victory. I'm not going to complain at all because it was 12 nothing and it was sweet. Josh Donaldson did make his Brewer debut. We'll tell you about what Craig Council had to say about that. All that ahead here on this edition of Locked on Brewers. Good to have you along. Chuck Freeman here, Locked on Brewers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Thank you, all you everydayers, for joining me every day here on Locked on Brewers. You download the episode on Google, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, or on all the major ones. The reason why we're on all the major platforms is because we're the number one brewer podcast on the internet and you great brewer fans, the best baseball fans in America have made us the number one and we're growing on YouTube as well. And I'm trying to get that 2000 plateau. Please go to YouTube, subscribe to our channel, go to YouTube, search lockdown brewers, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, hit the bell, hit everything on there. But please, by all means, subscribe to Lockdown Brewers. We're trying to get to 2,000. Not bad for, uh, we started off with just over 1,000 and kind of doubled it in our first year. And I'm, I'm proud of that. And it's because uh, I love being here every day. My name is Chuck Friedman, longtime sports talk show host in the state of Wisconsin, sportscaster. And first year head first-year head coach, <laughs> former assistant girls basketball coach way back in the day um, of Catholic Memorial and Eau Claire Regis, but first-year host of Locked on Brewers, and I love being here. I'm telling you, I, I do love being here, and I didn't think our team would be as good as it was record-wise. I mean, let's face it, it's been a disappointing year in some, some aspects, like the offense, but the pitching has been so good. For this team, we're going to talk about that, talk about the last two days and what has happened and how well we can look forward to win the postseason. And the Brewers finally did it. They brought up Josh Donaldson. They did it. And we'll see how they work the third base spot right now. But they wanted to add another bat. But first, the Brewers 12 nothing winners over the Marlins on Monday night to kick off a four game series and a seven game homestand uh, coming up. They got four here and they got the three coming up this weekend against Washington. The uh, Nationals will be in town, but these four are critical to the Brewers and even more so with Miami, who's fighting for a wild card spot in the National League, trying to get that three seed right now. And the Brewers could face these guys in the postseason. They play them seven times here in September. Weird. They didn't play them the entire season. And now they got that home and home coming up because they play the Marlins a week from this weekend down in Miami. But let's talk about Brandon Woodruff and how good he was. Nine innings, plenty of offensive support, 
went out there, and I love seeing Brandon Woodruff succeed. Not to take away from anybody else on this team, because there's a lot of good guys on this team. I'm in the media. I deal with the players in the locker room, and you know they added another good one with Canna and Carlos Santana. Two, uh, two more guys who are just pleasures to deal with. And trust me, I go in both locker rooms because I work for AP, and uh, it can be a bear in visiting locker rooms sometimes. It's, it's not as bad as it used to be. But the Brewers have always had good guys, and Woodruff is win or lose, and most of the time it's win because he's been – I mean, look at how many quality starts he's had since coming off the injured list. You wouldn't be able to say that you know he's been like three or four months on the injured list the way he's pitching. But they went out and got him some offensive support. And the first complete game for Milwaukee Brewer pitcher since September of 2021 when Adrian Hauser turned a trick. Now, if I I was surprised, I don't remember that game. If someone would say, Who's the last person to throw a complete game? I would have my first two guests would have been Woody and Corbin Burns. Those would be my first two. I would never have said Adrian Hauser. I don't remember that game in 2021. I don't know. I, I, I do not remember. But right now, Woody has got a scoreless streak going of 25 straight innings. He's trying to chase down Oral Hirschheiser. But the two best in Brewer history, uh, Teddy Higuera in 1987, I remember when he did that, I think that was 30-something, and Moose Haas back in 1983. I faintly remember Moose doing that in 1983. But I do remember Teddy Higuera in 1987. I think it was like 30 score. I mean, it was that was team streak. And he was part of the team streak with the scoreless streak that he went out there and um, dealt to opponents. But Woody got a lot of offensive support. Willie Adamas, two doubles and a triple. Really brought his A game, and man, Willie, we don't need him to be that good, but hey, we'll take it, man. He was just fantastic, fantastic, hard hitting, just in the zone. Sometimes as an athlete, pro, college, high school, you name it, sometimes you're just in one of those zones, and Willie appeared to be in one of those zones where everything he hit was hard, bases clearing, triple, four RBIs. He was fantastic. Uh, all that in support of Brandon Woodruff. And when you get Brandon Woodruff like he was on Monday and Corbin Burns, that is probably the best. You know, I'm going to go further. That is the best back-to-back pitching performances in Brewer history. I mean, you'd be hard-pressed to find two better back-to-back performances in Brewer history than Corbin going eight shutout innings and Woodruff at a nine shutout innings. Uh, Burns, nine no-hit innings and a shutout. And Woodruff, nine shutout innings. I don't remember two better performances back-to-back, and that's what this team is capable of doing in the postseason. If you get a little offense going, line these two guys up one and two in the wild card or in a best of seven, and you're a tough out. You really are. Now, if you don't score any runs like you did on Sunday, it's going to be difficult. But I keep thinking this offense is going to turn around, and we saw an offensive explosion. We've seen a few of these explosions here in the last month, but it was fun to see. And they took it on, took it right to Jesus uh, Lazaro. 
they took it right to him. And the Brewers just kept on piling on. Josh Donaldson made his debut. We're going to talk about that coming up here in a little bit. Chuck Freeman here, Locked On Brewers, part of Locked On Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Good to have you along. The Brewers and Marlins get it on at 640 coming up on Tuesday night. You get the game on Sirius XM, the SXM app. Search Brewers. You get all 162 of Brewers baseball on Sirius and Sirius XM. Like I said, on a night like tonight, you can head out of the ballpark if you were there at AmFam Field and turn on Colorado and the Cubs because they started about two hours later than the Brewers. So, and we are doing this show as that game is going on right now. And you now the Cubs did have a 3 1 lead, but I want to get this show out as soon as possible for the great fans out there. Uh, this show is brought to you in part by Game Day. Game Day. I'm sorry, Game Time. This show is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the promo code Locked On MLB for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the promo code Lockdown MLB for 20 bucks off your purchase. Chuck Freeman here, and thank you all, you everydayers, for following me along on Lockdown Brewers, part of Lockdown Podcast Network, downloading us on Google, Spotify, the various apps, and of course on YouTube. Go to Lockdown Brewers, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. We're going to be there for you five days a week, and pretty soon we're going to be going back to seven days with the uh, Brewers playing on weekends and trying to clinch this division. Some big games coming up. Uh, okay, we're going to talk about Don, uh, Josh Donaldson coming up uh, and what he will mean to the Brewers and also look at Tuesday's starters. All that more coming up here. And want to tell you a little bit about the folks over at Sleeper. Sleeper, the ML playoffs, the MLB playoffs are right around the corner, which means the clock is ticking on your chance to win 100K, your chance to cash in on daily fantasy baseball. I love it. I love finding, you know, three or four, five. You can do up to eight players. And baseball's never been more exciting than it is these days with Acuna, Betts, Otani, guys like that. Pick more or less on stats for stars like this. Home runs, hits, strikeouts, and more up to 100 times payout on Sleeper. Get your picks right and you could win big. And what you could do right now, use the promo code locked on. You'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for detail. You see the Sleeper ad. If you're watching me on YouTube, you see the crawl right there. Go to sleeper.com backslash promo backslash locked on, and you are going to be on your way, on your way to a $100 match. $100 match. Very good. Sleeper. Again, you can go up to eight teams. You go up to eight teams or eight players. I call it eight teams, eight players. And they have more stats than anybody I've seen out there. Triples, doubles. I mean, they got it all. Go to Sleeper today and see how big September can be to you on the Sleeper app. Chuck Freeman here, Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. All right, we'll talk about Tuesday starters and Josh Donaldson coming up next here on Lockdown Brewers. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. Chuck Freeman, your host. Good to have you along here on Lockdown Brewers, part of Lockdown Podcast Network. You everydayers out there, follow me along on Twitter, Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D, our growing YouTube and our platforms. We're the number one brewer podcast because the great brewer fans out there looking forward to being out there. 
couple of we'll be out there Thursday for the afternoon game. I'll be covering Thursday's game and probably one of the games Saturday, possibly Sunday as well, out at AmFam Field. September baseball. We lately we have, but September baseball is about as cool as you can get. Yes, there's the stretch run for the NFL. The NBA, not so much. But baseball, September, pennant races is where it's at. And being out at the ballpark in crunch time when your team is trying to clinch a playoff spot or a division title is really cool. And we've had the experience. We, we got the experience that pretty much so in the last 10 years or so. Not so much growing up after 1982. There was that long drought. Okay. Covered the 82 World Series when I was in high school, and I thought, oh, there'll be more playoffs. Even though they lost Game 7 in St. Louis, I'll be, they'll be back. And it wasn't until 2008. They teased us a couple of times, but even from in those years, those 26 years, there were not a lot of pennant races. There were some teams that teased us like 1992. 92 teased us a little bit, but not much. 07 a little, 08. And then you continue on. We've had a lot of a lot of September pennant races, and I love it. And I'm looking forward to the game. 640. If you can't be at the game, catch it on Sirius XM, the SXM app, search Brewers, Brewers and Marlins. All right, Josh Donaldson was called up today to a surprise of a lot of people. You know, he had been hitting home runs down at Nashville. Home runs in his last two games there, not a real high batting average. And, you know, it's been documented on how his struggles were with the New York Yankees. Former American League M- MVP with the Twins. Great player. And then for whatever reason, he just lost it. But apparently, he's going to get his shot with the Milwaukee Brewers. Now, this could either backfire or this could be awesome. Craig Council was asked because... Monasterio was hitting 350 in the last 15 games. I know prior to that, he went through a little bit of a slump, but Monasterio has been pretty good. Now, defensively at times, you know, he, not great, but he's been pretty steady over at third base. A pleasant surprise. One of the more pleasant surprises on this on this Milwaukee Brewer roster because we nobody knew who Andrew Monasterio, Andrew Monasterio was in the beginning of the season, then he got called up and he's been anchoring down that third base spot since mid August. So they bring up Josh Donaldson. They give Terang the rest and Monasterio moves over to second base. Now Craig council is not going to tell us everything about what his plans are. He'd be a fool to any of if he did, you're not going to believe it. Not because of Craig, but because he's not going to tell us, he's not going to tell us how to make the pie. He's not going to tell us how to make the cake. You know, he's not going to give us the keys to the kingdom, as Ted Thompson would ask, would say when someone would ask him important questions like this. But yeah, Josh Donaldson, he says Monasterio is still going to be, if I read this correctly and I read into his words correctly, primarily the third baseman, but he said they needed another bat against left-handed pitching, and they feel Josh Donaldson can provide that veteran bat. And the base said he went one for four on Monday night 
I have said, and there's many naysayers on this deal, and I'm one of them. I was one of the guys when they signed him, we don't need Josh Donaldson on this team because of Andrew Monasterio. I like the way Monasterio has played. Now, am I ready to sign Monasterio and buy him out of arbitration and make him my permanent third baseman? No. Nice utility guy, but he's going to be a steady third baseman right now for this team. We'll address the third base spot in the offseason, I believe. But they feel, obviously, the organization feels they can upgrade at third base. They like the job that Monasterio is doing because he's the best they have right now. If, if they were so confident at Monasterio playing third base every day, they wouldn't have taken a shot at Josh Donaldson. And what they're hoping, they're hoping to recapture and getting some pop in that bat and that they can recapture from a few years ago. This is no different from other moves that the Brewers, this is very Brewers-like, okay? And if this move works, it's going to be fantastic. If it doesn't, no loss financially. People tell me, what do the Brewers have to lose? And I get that part. I get that part. Because they uh, the, this offense is so inconsistent. If Josh is able to come in and add some offense. He didn't do it in New York. He has not been doing it for a while. 10 of his 15 home runs, 10 of his 15 hits with the Yankees home runs. So he's been like an all or nothing guy, but he's better than, or he was better than that. Obviously he was an MVP. He's better than that. I, again, I don't know what his problem is, but he's 37 years old. One other thing, and this doesn't bother me at all. This, does not bother me at all. In some places, he's been a bad clubhouse guy. I don't look at that. That doesn't bother me, okay? That he's not going to come in here and ruin the chemistry of the Milwaukee Brewers. In many cases, what I've seen, when there's been a guy who hasn't worked out in other places, like Jesse Winker. You know, he came and supposedly it didn't work out for him in Seattle, but he came here and he was just fine. He just didn't hit. But he was just fine in locker room. He wasn't pouting. He wasn't causing problems. He was still being a good teammate. And with Josh Donaldson at 37, 37 years old, he's, this is his, like, his last hurrah. If I've seen veterans come in who've had a reputation for being a bad locker room guy, they don't. At that age, they come in and they're fine. At a veteran age, they're fine. He knows his role. He knows this is his last shot, and this is where he stands. He's coming in and providing, saying all the right things as well, which is what a veteran like that, again, I've seen this happen before, where a supposedly bad locker room guy, whatever, and I don't read too much into that anyway, bad locker room. You know, I've heard that about sportscasters and guys in my business. Oh, this guy's bad for your team. Turns out he's been just fine. You know, just, just fine. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I will see again. I'm against this move. I want Monastero to be my current third baseman. He moved over to second base tonight, but we'll see how this works out. And if John, if Josh Donaldson gets hot and he's able to add some pop, That'll prove me wrong, and that means this team is winning games and added a big dimension to this offense. It's just funny how this lineup has changed so much since opening day. Rowdy Telez 
was the number three hitter. Now the guy can't even find himself in the lineup. You know, they're they're looking for at bats for him. Roddy put himself in that spot. Other guys you didn't expect to be on this roster have been contributing. Sal Freelich wasn't on the opening day roster. Got hurt uh, in AAA, and here he is. Joey Weimer wasn't on the opening day roster, as I recall. Injury put him on the team. But it takes all 40 on that 40-man to win a pennant. We saw that in 2018. They didn't win a pennant, but you know what? They, uh, they won the division title. All right, we come back. We'll talk about Tuesday starters. Chuck Freeman, Locked On Brewers, part of Locked On Podcast Network. Great to have you along. Everybody out there, download us. If you're watching us on YouTube, hey, you can always download us on the on the various apps. If you want to listen to us on, on the way to work in the morning, you're making business appointments, coming home from work, picking up the kids from school, whatever, download us on the various apps, Google, Spotify. I list them all on my Twitter account when I download the episodes each day. Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. Follow me on Twitter, talking Brewer Baseball and seeing what you guys have to say. I love doing it. Love getting up in the morning and see what you have to say. And, of course, your comments on YouTube as well. There's a comment section there. Subscribe to our channel, please. Lockdown Brewers, please subscribe. Hit the like button as well. Brewers and Marlins in the second game of the four-game series. Coming up on Sirius XM. That's Tuesday night. You get it on Sirius XM, the SXM app. Search Brewers. You get all 162. Of Brewers baseball. All right, we'll come back and tell you about Tuesday's matchup. That's next here on Lockdown Brewers. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. Chuck Freeman, your host. The Brewers go for game two against the Miami Marlins. Saw that uh, Woodruff was a like minus 140, 135, 140 favorite on Monday. I was like, man, that is, that's almost too good to be true. You got Woodruff at minus 140. At home on Monday night, good for you if you cashed in on that. Freddie Peralta Tuesday coming off. Uh, a, he had been pitching so well, and he did not pitch well in his last game. I want to say it was the Pirates and middle innings, like the sixth inning. I think he got he ran in the problems there, and then he was out of the game. But Freddie Peralta uh, did not pitch well in his last last start. Of course, pitcher of the month in the National League for the month of August. He's going up against, now the, the Marlins are going to throw an opener, which uh, 32-year-old JT Shagwa. JT Shagwa is going to be the pitcher. He's going to be the opener, and then Cabrera is going to be the guy. Apparently, he's going to do the bulk of the relief innings for the Marlins, and of course, that could change. But this is from reading in the Miami newspaper J.T. Shagwa is going to come in and pitch an inning as the opener, and then the Marlins are going to use Johnny Bullpen with Cabrera getting the bulk of those innings. We'll see how that works out for them. Freddie Peralta on the hill, and uh, we'll see. Looking forward to Brian Anderson did see his first of it, a playing time. He pinch hit late in the game. He was not going to go on one of those Cecil Cooper runs, but Cooper did not play for the entire Second half of 1987. Anderson had a long way to go for that. But Brian Anderson got some playing time. And Council has told him, and I'm sure you've read it in Adam McKelvey and the Milwaukee Journal writers, their their pieces that uh, you know Anderson has been talked to a couple of times by Council saying, hey, this is where I'm at right now. And Monasterio, 
And maybe now in this case, Donaldson will get the majority of the bats and that further leaves Brian Anderson out the, out the window. So we'll see where he goes. Brian's saying all the right things. Of course he wants to play. Said, you know, I just basically went through a little funk there and the players go and it was an extended funk. Now, defensively, I've been playing fine, but offensively, you know, we're trying to win a pennant here and upgrading this team. And, uh, yeah, Brian Anderson hasn't done enough to earn a starting spot in this team. So we'll see. Donaldson and Monasterio ahead of them, ahead of him on the depth chart. All right, the Brewers come back after that game Sunday and explode offensively and win game one over the Marlins. Got back in the winning column. 80 wins. One more win, and the Brewers will clinch at least a 500 season. I'm sure they're going to get there. Just like I'm sure we're going to be here after the game on Tuesday night, talking Brewers baseball with you here on Locked on Brewers. We'll be here after the game. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Listen to the game on Sirius XM. Search Brewers on the SXM app, and you'll see the Brewers and Marlins tomorrow night, 640 Central Time, and I'll be here right after the game. Downloading the episode, episode Locked on Brewers on YouTube and, of course, on our various platforms as well. Have yourself a great night, early morning, and a great Tuesday, everybody. This is Chuck Freeman, Locked on Brewers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. We are your team every day. So long, everybody.